Well, how are you? It's Az Hamilton back with you for the podcast of the week and I'm really excited I'm back in the promised land. Last time we chatted, I was sort of dodging hot spots in New South Wales and uh, this week um, has been an absolute cracker. I'm excited uh, because I've been back in schools. I feel like I've been talking about this forever. I've literally been talking about this for five months. It's, it's soon, it's soon, I'm going back to schools. Finally, in the last two days, couple of days, I've been to the first two schools in Queensland, and today we're going to be having a chat with a couple of legends from my very first school back after COVID. Like this is, you don't you don't understand how happy I was. If you saw the As Speaks page at Instagram, you would have seen the photo of a bunch of smiling faces. I, I look like a Cheshire cat because finally, just finally. I got back into it, um, my first school, out at Jimboomba, if you don't know where that is. It's kind of west of the Gold Coast, uh, out Bow Desert Way. And uh, I was working with a group of grade 12 students at Emmaus College. And this is, this is really interesting for me because if you have been in lockdown, and I'm sorry if you're in Melbourne right now listening and you're in grade 12, you're like, ads, don't talk to us. We've got six weeks at home with mum and dad. This is not great. This is my first chance to actually hang out with a group of grade 12 students because this year we all know, you know, grade 12, it's like the year of your life and this year hasn't been that great. So as an example of just, you know, figuring out what it's been like for a bunch of students across the country, I decided that this week's podcast would do something a little bit different and actually get some students on the phone, um, on the phone with me right now. I've, I've got them out of class. I've got uh, the school captains, Ryan and Kaylin from Amaya's College. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's good. Yeah, to, doing well. Uh, you're doing well. What did I um get you out of this afternoon? Like when it comes to classes, like I love the fact that your teachers went, yeah, you can be on Az's podcast. You don't need to do work. I mean, what's it? What, what's uh, I mean, I'm currently missing out on legal studies, so I'm happy with that. Okay, so you, you're missing out on legal studies. Ryan, what are you missing out on right now? Oh, well, I was just doing uh, extended EP, which was just, we were doing a physical learning, uh, like the, sorry, the visual learning skills. So we were getting tennis balls and filling them up with pom-poms. So yeah, it was a pretty chilled <laughs> lesson. I'm perfect. not too stressed about that one. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, you know what? I might just start doing a little bit of craft at home myself. I might go get some old tennis yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, perfect time. Um, yeah, People look, might be able to get in touch with their creative side well, with everything it, going on. So it is, it is COVID after all. And we've all learned new skills in COVID. It was so good to hang out with you guys last Friday. Honestly, you probably could tell even from myself that I was pretty stoked to be back in the room. What was it like having like some external faces coming into your school for the very first time for the year? How's it been this year? I think it was kind of refreshing to see a different face and I guess a different voice and, you know, come to speak to our cohort and kind of like in a way sympathise with us about, you know, the whole us losing faces, well, kind of like our year 12 legacy year. I think, yeah, I think it was really good. Yeah, um, you know, with this whole year, with all the sporting events being cancelled, it's definitely been a uh, it's been a windy road. So <laughs> having someone come in like yourself and just you know refresh and just kind of remind us of the vision, I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. Because as I said, you know, we do have a leadership team here, and you know, we do have our meetings, but it's been very hard to fulfil that vision at yeah, school just because of exactly. everything that's been going on. You know, we'll plan all these events, we'll have all these great ideas, and then, <laughs> of course, when it comes to and the logistics you, side of it, yeah. yep, it'll get shut down. So, you know, it's it was good down. just to have someone right come away. in. That's exactly right, yeah. So well, Ryan, very you, good. It's, it's classic that you just mentioned sport. You, have you been missing sport this year? What do you follow? I'm actually, I just do the gym, so that's been an absolute killer for me because <laughs> considering, right, so they had the, I can't remember how many weeks it was, but they had the, the lockdown at the gyms, and, you know, with everything going on, it just opened back up. I was getting back into the morning routine, going for my bike ride. 
And then all of a sudden, with everything that's happened, they've just shut it down again. And I saw the, the uh, message pop up on my phone. It was like, oh, you got an update. And I'm like, oh, I already know what this is. That's yeah, all good. Out of frustration. But yeah, I've definitely put on some COVID, COVID fluff. So hopefully that will um, <laughs> come off. Pretty soon. I'm hoping that will come off. So, what, What's really interesting about that statement, Ryan, I think we've all put on about, I don't know, well, for yep. myself, I think I've put on about 15 <laughs> kilos. I didn't mean yep, to. That's, oh, yeah, I'll give you a high five on that I, one. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to put it on. It just appeared. It appeared. Yeah, it appeared. I, that, and that's what happens. It's, mm. It does. It does. It just appears. You're sitting down and then you wake up the next day and then you, you look in the mirror and you know it's expanding a little bit and then you think, oh, it's okay. Look, as I still balance out. But. As, as I said to my wife, I say, look, I'm just more cuddly. All right, just hold me. It's that's totally it. fine. That's it. You're a cuddly teddy, teddy bear. That's it's, it's, it. it's what I am. So you've obviously missed sport the most, Caitlin. What have you missed this year? I know that going in as a school captain, I'm sure at the end of last year you had a lot of big dreams for this year. Mm. Um, what's the number one thing that's just hurt? You're like, oh, really? That sucks. It's too many things. I can't even count. To be honest. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think, like, uh, I'm going to say the events, like the events that we have every single year, like our um, Emmaus Day where we, we celebrate our school or, like, you know, the swimming carnival. Like, those are, like, you know, events that we'll never get again unless we crash year 11 next year. Um, which, which is always awkward. It's like, you're done now, you know, move on. Yeah. Move on, yeah, yeah kind of don't want to do that. So I guess planning those events and like a Democrat leadership team, like everyone's great. We have a great team. It's just, it's kind of in a way disappointing not be able to see us in full action this year. Mm-hmm. How have you felt this year has cut you guys back a little bit or made you simplify your life a little bit? What are the things you reckon you've removed this year that has been really positive? You've just gone, I don't need to do that anymore. Before uh, COVID, I was really just go, go, go. You know, I, I was working at the time. I was I was doing a lot of stuff and it was really hard for me to dedicate time to my family, mm-hmm. which I mean, it sounds, it sounds weird, but I mean, I just, I was always doing stuff. You know, I'm one of those people that loves to constantly learn stuff or whatever it is so yeah. the gym was one of the big ones much as it was sucked I it was a big time for me to really look and go how can I invest more time in my with my family you know go you out brothers and, and sisters things like or that. What? so I have um I have a little brother who actually goes to the school so he's in year eight and I have an older brother who's uh, 26 and they're just spending more time with them not getting caught up in all the demands and just as you said focusing on the things that are important which is your family and to actually, you know, just sit down, have a good chat, have dinner together. That was something I I think I'd forgotten about. So that <laughs> yeah. really reminded me. That really reminded me of just those little things, you know, those little talks, those little chats where you just open up and you learn more about each other. And that's something, that was a big one for me. And I'm sure your parents appreciate it too. Because I know... <laughs> I know, I know. For me, in grade twelve, I was working like thirty hours a week at a sizzler. Yeah, my, yeah. my parents never saw me. I did split shifts all Saturday, Sunday. I never yep. ate at home, and I'm pretty sure they didn't know if I existed um, through grade twelve, <laughs> grade eleven. So they probably yep. you, you, your mum, in particular, probably appreciates seeing you at home if she's if she's at home. If you live yep. with your mum, but she's probably like, oh, hey, mate. <laughs> Good to see you around. Yeah, that's exactly right. Kaylin, have you had anything major this year where you, you went in and went, this is really important, and then after all this stuff hit, you're like, oh, well, I can't do it. Actually, it's probably not that important. Yeah, I mean, I actually fully agree with Brian. Like, I remember, like, the start of this year, I was like, yep, this is go time. Like, I, I was focusing on schoolwork. I got a new job at the start of this year, and then I was also really focusing on, like, leadership. Like, you know, it was rush time. And then, like, when the whole pandemic hit and, you know, we had those three weeks off, I honestly didn't know what to do with myself. 
for a bit because that's for the past 13 years, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bit weird. Like, what will, what am I supposed to do now? I've been doing things like, you know, going to the gym, journaling a bit, reading books. Like, I'm doing, like, more things that I enjoy now. What have you read, well, what, have you re- what have you read in COVID? What book should we all be reading? Oh, I had to read, I have to read this literature book. Um, it's for, like, my exam at the end of the year, In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. In it's Cold a Blood. real. It's, yes, it's actually a really good book. It's a true crime story. Yep. So, in 1959, it's about a family murder. Perfect. That's a um, really uplifting story. (laughs) (laughs) Just to add to it. (laughs) You know, it's about a Um, murder. It's a whole family dies. Yeah, great. No, perfect COVID story. Yeah, Yeah, good. I mean, great story, but, you know, I hope, yeah, not really uplifting, but good story. (laughs) I can say that. (laughs) What are they teaching us these days? Oh, my God. The violence that they, the young people of today with their violent books are unbelievable. Um, Oh, you should tell that to my literature teacher then. It's, it, it sounds like both of you at least have been able to find some good things to focus on in this time. I think it's a lot about perspective, how you take it on board. Um, we ran through so much stuff on um, on Friday. Were there any core things that stood out to you that you were like, I'm going to take that away and want to apply it to my life? I guess when you're talking about year 12 and like, you know, all the things we've missed out, like it kind of gave me an eye for another, you know, that these, even though it's disappointing that they're gone, it's not the most important thing in my life right now. I think for like everyone that was there, I think what you did on Friday gave us a little bit more purpose to finish this year off strong. Yep. Get back on the horse, get back on, yeah, the, get on, back on. on the gym bike, on the treadmill, lift some weights. <laughs> yeah, literally. Go hard, get passionate yeah. about your, your final, yeah. your final scores. And um, what about you, Ryan? What was the takeaway from the week? Um, I think the biggest thing for me was um, you don't have to be rich to, you know, help people. That was one of the biggest things that stood out for me as well. You know, you don't have to be a millionaire to to, to donate money and help people. You know, that was such a big thing because I think sometimes we get caught in this mindset where you think you have to be a certain level of success before you can do that. But it it starts with getting in the habit of doing it in the first place, you know, actually just making a small contribution. And I think just giving back, it just centers you, you know, it brings you, it grounds you, you know. So, right. Hey guys, I'm going to let you guys go shortly, but every time we do the podcast, every time I'm going to get students on, because I, I you know, we want to hear from you guys out there in the country, wherever you are. It was so cool hanging out with you. I always like to give an opportunity to have a moment, like a reflective moment where you get to ask a question, uh, the final moments of the show. It's it's see I just thought I thought we'd just run that you know we'll just you know why yeah, not yeah. Yeah, just, it's very yeah, yeah. No. it's very angelic that's, that's me that's me singing in the shower um, <laughs> you guys got to uh, obviously see the session um, on Friday it was called the passionate one just one of the day retreats that I run in schools uh, was there any questions at the end of the day that you wanted to ask that we never got a chance to uh, chat about you get one question each. Quickly going to you, Kaylin, was there any, a question that you had for me um, that maybe you didn't get to ask on the day because we had to wrap it up pretty quickly? I mean, yeah, like, you know, this year hasn't been easy for you, losing a lot of work, like, because of the whole COVID situation. I mean, how do you think, like, your faith and passion will be able to drive you even further, like, after this whole situation or even next year? Um, you said faith and passion? Yeah. The word faith is a really big one for anyone who knows. Like I, I'm a big believer and a follower of Jesus. <laughs> I just think 
there's a there's a massive point of hope when you look into Jesus. Um, he always offers hope. And one of the things that I've discovered over the years is when I've gone through really rough times, when I have stopped trying to do everything myself and I've actually just gone, God, I need you, that's actually how I get through things. Like I actually pray and I think prayer is a really big part of it. How I'm going to get through this season, as you mentioned before, I did lose six months work. I've had two days of work since like I did your school, did another school in North Brisbane Heights, all those students at St. Benedict's. It's interesting for me because this Wednesday I was supposed to be in a school and they cancelled on me. Uh, they cancelled on me uh, because of a little outbreak, the, the whole Queenslanders that came back, or the, went to Victoria, came mm, back. And, yeah, yeah. and so, you know, there's a lot of nervousness in schools. And I think for me, um, I just have to take hold of there's a scripture that's really powerful. And I highly encourage you to go look it up. It says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow shall worry about itself. And the passage sort of unpacks and it goes into this space where it says, look, look at the birds of the, of the, the air and, you know, look at the way that crops, crops grow in the field and look at things around you and they don't have to do anything for their provision. And then it goes on to say that how much more important are you to God? He will provide your every need. And so um, my faith is that God will always provide and it might not be everything I want, but it will be everything that I need. Every year that goes past, there's something that's the end of the world and we're not going to get through it. And da-da, we get through it. And people are resilient. And so for me going forward, I always look at my life a little bit like I trust that God's got it covered. I have a faith that he loves me and he gives me his Holy Spirit to guide me. And so even if I lose my business, let's just say I can't speak in schools and I have to go and, I don't know, work at Coles, be a checkout chick slash dude, um, <laughs> if I have to do something that's... If I have to go back to that kind of thing just to provide for my family, then I'll do that. But I, I do have an assurance because there's so much hope within the Scriptures that we will get through. And so I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. You know, it, it sucks. We all, we're all like, oh, come on, let's get back into normal life. As long as I keep my eyes on the things that are important and I'm looking to God for his, for his help and I'm always praying and trusting that he has good things for me because there's also another scripture that says um, that he works all things together for good for those that love him. He'll figure it out. I don't know, but he'll figure it out. And so that's my encouragement to you guys too and even your grade. When you're feeling down and out and you're feeling like you can't see what's coming up, um, you don't know how to get through a season, just turn to God. Just say, Jesus, I need your help. And um, you'll find it is so much more helpful than you could have ever imagined. So that's what I have to say to that, Kaylin. What about you, uh, Ryan? You got a question? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think a lot of the stuff you said then did answer part of it. But my question, yeah, was everything around you is just coming down. I'm going downhill from now on. You know, how do you how do you pull yourself out of that? And and, and I know you're saying about the space. But how do you have you know what drives you? Because you know when you're sitting there, you know at home on the couch or whatever, and you're in that state and your mind's just going 100 miles an hour, lots of things that have happened at once, how do you actually pull yourself out of that emotional state? Like not even just in like the whole picture itself, but just in those little moments where, as I said, you, as you say, you know, you have that faith. How do you 
switch that emotional state and get that that vision for your life, I guess, because that's what it's about, having like that vision that things will get better and that you do have a purpose in life. Like how do you how do you switch from that emotion? It's a really big question, hey, because we all go through it. As you mentioned, like we're all going to go through suffering yeah. and pain. And this week, as I mentioned, uh, I might have mentioned to you guys, this week one of my sister's really close friends, she passed away at the age of 32 from cancer. Yep. And so you, you've got to process these things. Like we go through these emotions in life where we go, Things can't get worse than this. And then sometimes they do. You know, sometimes, you know, you go, it can't get worse than this. And you're like, oh, it's like a kick to the head. This is really tough. Why am I going through so much pain? But I think the word that stands out to me in that statement is go through it. You're going through something. And so just even understanding that there will be another side. There will be another side. Is that your school bell? You got to go get a bus or something? Um, <laughs> no, I don't get picked up till four, oh, so God. I'm all good. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm all good, so don't worry. I'm like, get out of here. Um, but the fact is, um, how do you get back on the bandwagon? I think sometimes it does take time to process. Different people have different ways yep. to do it. I mentioned 2011 to you guys and shared about the year from hell for me. It, it actually took 12 months. It was a 12-month mm. process of almost mourning loss, like mourning the loss of relationships, the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, um, the loss of financial stability. And I think sometimes you don't have to have all the answers straight away and it's okay to mourn. Uh, a really famous thing that one of my mentors always says, is he always says this, he goes, it's okay to not be okay. It's not okay yeah. to stay that way. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. It's not okay to stay that way. In other words, you've got to find a way to move forward because sometimes we just sit in our squalor <laughs> and, you know, we just want to be mopey me and woe is me and nothing good can happen. But I, actually, I've found that the ways in which I've got out of things is actually by focusing on others. So when I take my eyes off myself and stop woe is you, lost everything – and actually just look around me and find someone who needs my help, who can use the giftings I have in my life or my skills, and I help them succeed, I actually find that is one of the greatest ways to kickstart your hope again. Get yep. busy helping others and helping them achieve their goals and dreams, and you'll find you find so much joy in that. I think one of Jesus' teachings was it's better to give than receive. And by giving, in other words, looking after others is better than looking after yourself first. And I think that's quite countercultural because everyone says, look after yourself first. When you're happy, then start sharing it. <laughs> but it's very upside yeah. down. No, no. Look after others first. Go out of your way to love others. And you start to find your purpose again. A bit like what I was saying before, like with that, you know, you don't have to be a millionaire to give money to people. You know, you can start from the basis you don't need to be a certain level of success or you don't need to achieve something you can always do it you know you can always start action or something absolutely mm. you can do the little things yeah you don't have to look after a thousand kids in a village to feel yep. like you've done you can just go and sponsor that one kid at compassion or you can go and buy that coffee for a stranger or you can do these things that trigger in you what it means to really live and I think that, that for me has been a, a big part of my journey. I remember after moping for about nine months, screaming a lot, getting angry a lot, <laughs> feeling yeah. sorry for myself a lot um, and, and trying to escape the pain in a sense. After probably about nine or ten months, I had to just take a big deep breath. I remember one moment I woke up and thought, well, I can't do anything about the past anymore. 
I've, I've done enough screaming, enough yep. yelling, enough frustration. <laughs> what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go and write down, as I mentioned to you guys, and this is why it's so important to write down your dreams and what you're passionate about. I wrote down, okay, I've got nothing now, but if I could dream again, if I could get some vision again, what would I do with my life? Um, the famous proverb, without vision, the people shall perish. You need some vision. You need to be able to have just a glimpse of something you would love to be able to achieve. And if that means just helping someone else, that's a good start. You don't have to know it all. And for me, that's what happened in 2011. And here we are 10 years on almost as a result of those words written down. So as I mentioned, just to summarize for you, so because I know it's a lot of talk, first and foremost, find a way to help someone else. Take your eyes off your own self-pity. It'll spark some joy back in your life and you'll start to realize that it ain't so bad. And then also start to write down some of your dreams again. You can't change what's happened, but you can sort of start dreaming a little bit about what you'd love to see in your future. So that's sort of how I often get back on track <laughs> when I go through mm-hmm. tough yep. times. Even at the start of this year when everything went to to hell, let's call it that. <laughs> just, just starting to write down, okay, well, what am I going to do with this year? Like, what, yeah. can I, what can I do? This COVID thing's out of my control, but what can I do with what I can control? And um, I'm going to do that. So that's sort of been the process for me this year. Hopefully that helps you, man. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, no, I'll, sorry, just one quick add-on to this. Um, like, I noticed when you came in on Friday, you were really, um, I guess, it, like, very uh, uplifting and inspirational. I was going to ask, do you have, like, a morning routine that you follow through on? Or <laughs> It's called waking yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know, I don't it's know. Called, I just, that, that is such, like, a, that's such a classic gym guy question. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, like, I saw, like, do you have a gratitude journal or, like, yeah, like... Look, yeah, I, I don't you, know. It's- you know, it's so funny you ask that because I, <laughs> Kaylin's laughing because she's like, yeah. you know, um, yeah. it seems like I should. Hey, I, you know, people say like, are you a motivational speaker like Tony Robbins? I said, I don't listen to any of that stuff. But I do, I, I must admit that one of the things that I do do each morning, I, do, I get up, <laughs> I shower. That's a good start. Get, get get clean, start your day. But one of the things that has actually really helped, my wife got me onto this, even though I was like kicking and screaming and saying, I don't want to do it. She makes us drink a massive green smoothie every day, which is just good nutrition. You would know that, Ryan. Yeah, I've got a juicer. Yeah, they you got are a great. <laughs> she makes me smash this green juice that's made out of about half a ton of veggies and um yep. i do i do find i do find that does help my mental health as well as my physical yeah. health and we've actually just got back on that bandwagon because i kind of slipped a bit but i do find that does help a fair bit just to get my mental oh, space in a good place apart from that though mate i don't have like a routine as per se but yep. once again my personality type i love change <laughs> so when i get into routine yep. i'm so bored i'm like i've done this every day you're just like you you at the gym you're like i love that yeah. But yeah, so I am a little bit different that way. But And when it comes to writing what I'm thankful for, I, I just try to think about what I'm thankful for. I think when you look outside and you go, I live in Australia, like how good is this? I've got an opportunity to bless others, to make a difference, to get out there, meet young people like yourselves. It gives me an absolute kick of joy to, to do that. So that's probably how I approach it. I mean, it's probably not what you needed. You probably needed a 10-point, give me, give me what you do. But, that, I mean, that's, that really is it for me. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm no, pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. When it comes to maybe that's know. the way to live it, though, isn't it? You know, that's, what, <laughs> that's um, right. Maybe sometimes don't I feel over, like some, don't overcomplicate that's it. That's right. Yeah. No, there's um, you know, sometimes I find myself I can get caught up in all those things. So it's good to hear a perspective of that as well. Just 
a simple thing. Maybe you know? maybe you've got to prune back your morning routine. It's too busy. Yeah, yeah I, I think sit, so, yeah. You just need to wake up, smile, have a shower, <laughs> yeah. smash a green juice yep. and just get on with it. Maybe that's, that's maybe it. overthinking Detox, it. Yeah. Detox your routine. <laughs> get yep. Be spontaneous. <laughs> maybe that's what you need. Um, as I said, I'm always trying to switch it up, you know, do a few things. Have, so, a, yeah. go, have a go at my routine. If you put on 15 kilos, go back to what you yeah. used to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I've I think I've reached my threshold at the moment. So. Oh, that's that's great. That's great, Kalen. Anything oh. else from you today? As Rod's trying to figure out if there's a magic pill. Oh, there's no magic pill. He's, he's got to wake up and enjoy it. <laughs> anything else from you today, Kalen? Oh, not really. I think the whole situation this year. I think everyone needs to adapt. Learn you know, learn how to adapt in our lifestyles and the way we work. Really, it for me. I, I will say this, and you would notice this. I haven't had to say it, but I will say this to both of you. You have ever heard that old saying? You're either laughing or you're crying. Ever heard that statement? Yeah, I have heard that before. Yeah, I, I haven't. No, I I just choose to laugh, Ryan. I just you know, yeah. Kaylin, yep. I just choose to laugh. You got to laugh, and you would have noticed that on Friday. Lots of laughter is very important. It's good for the soul. You've got to choose to see your situations through a comedic kind of like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a pandemic trying to graduate. That's kind of funny. Like if you can laugh at that yeah, instead of cry, yeah. I think that's going to help you a lot. And in life when things go terribly wrong, if you have the ability to laugh at things, I think you're going to do very, very well because it helps you get through. Yeah. definitely helps you get through yeah. and you don't get yeah. too woe is me. So that's all I have to say about yeah. that. <laughs> Guys, I've got to let you go. The bell went ages ago. Your parents no, are probably out there yeah. honking a horn. Get out of there. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting with us this week on the podcast. This has been no As Speaks. You can check it out through the links at As Speaks on the Instagram page. Can't wait to chat with you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>